So we're on uh, OTA six today. Look at some different situations, a little bit more first and second down stuff. Uh, again, just kind of taking it day by day, making some strides as we go. Uh, looking forward to going out there and having a good day. All right, we good? Tavon, good. Yeah, he'll he'll be in a red jersey today, along with some of the other guys. I'd say this with the red jersey guys, they're all making progress, um, taking it day by day, but they're all doing a good job of, of doing the rehab that they need to do with whatever that's required of them. Any any long term like training camp concerns with him? No, I don't. I don't think there's really any. I mean, we'll see. It's day to day. I'm talking about for everybody. I think the the red jersey guys are making progress. Hopefully, we'll have everybody ready to go. Ryan, can you talk a little bit about uh, Julian Love? He, he just, you know, he's one of those guys, steady performer without a lot of fanfare. Yeah, uh, dependable, smart. Uh, you know, he plays tough on tape. I think he's done a good job uh, in his group, being a good leader for us. Good communication with X out there. Um, really a pleasure to be around. It seems like. You know, we, we can use him in a lot of different roles, and, and he's, I'd say, ready for that challenge in terms of understanding the playbook and then being able to perform it out there on the field up to this point. Brian, you coming at things for, you know, most of your career has been as an offensive coach. When you're out here and, and you see Wink do things defensively, do you process it as an offensive coach? And do you yeah. say, man, that, that's hard to, to beat? Um, yeah, my, my first five years in football were learning defense know, from yeah. Nick Saban and Belichick and um, a couple other good coaches that I've worked for. I've obviously been doing offense for a while. Uh, I think one of the reasons uh, we decided to hire Wink was, you know, he does run, I'd say, a multiple scheme, uh, presents certain challenges to you offensively. Uh, he's a good communicator. I think he does a good job of, of leading the defensive coaches and players out there. Uh, but, yeah, I'd say it's, a, it's always a learning process. You know, you get a... Um, appreciation for the players. You know, you, you, you're running a system and you're installing it, and those guys, this is tough. And then, you know, I'm trying to make sure I'm up to speed on all the defensive stuff and what we call it and why we do certain things as well as the kicking game. Um, but yeah, there's a lot to it. Yeah. Brian, you mentioned last week wanting Daniel to be aggressive, taking shots. Uh, how has he done with that through five of these practices? Good. Just. Again, I think those are all good learning lessons. Um, can he fit in in that window? Can he move the safety with his eyes? Can he anticipate where a receiver is going to be based on the choice that the receiver has? Uh, that's going to be all the way through, you know, the rest of these OTAs and, and through training camp. Um, I think that's why you practice you, for a quarterback, especially. Like, it's it's okay to make a mistake in practice. I mean, you're, you touch the ball on every single play. Let's go ahead and find out, you know, what we need to work on. And let's continue to be as aggressive as we can. With Wink, I think the first word anyone uses to describe his defense is aggressive. Like when you were looking for a defensive coordinator, was that a priority, or just you just liked him, or did you, like there's other ways you can play defense? Obviously, sure. Was it his style one that really appealed to you? Yeah, I'd say that you know one he did a good job in the interview. Two, he's his system is difficult to prepare for um, as an offensive coach. So again, there's got to be a good meld of you know personalities and, and a lot of other things that go into it, but. But certainly his, his defenses, uh, you know, they were aggressive, presented certain challenges as an offensive play caller. And when you're game planning stuff, again, we're, you know, we're in day six here. He's done, he's put a lot in. Um, I'd say it's still, 
it's still difficult when you're wearing an offensive coach, you know. Offensive coach has got to go back. You don't game plan against the, your team, uh, but there are certain challenges to it. You good? I know you're big on relationships. What'd you say, Pat? You're a big, big guy on relationships. Yeah. What have you seen from the, play, you know, the players and Wink melding together and, and coming together? Yeah, I think Wink's a very genuine guy. Um, you know, I'd say this, the first day that he stood in front of the defense, I was in that meeting and it was pretty quiet. He was a guy that was talking most of the time, but I'd say he encouraged his input and a good give and take in there. And now when I go in there, you know, the first five minutes, it's like a, you know, it's like a party for five minutes. Everybody's talking, laughing, telling stories. So I think he's done a good job of loosening those guys up. Um, but we've got to go a long way to go with those guys. As a first-time head coach, um, you know, you can pick, pick who you want on your staff and, you know, the, the dynamics of it. And to bring in a person, big personality like that, you know, some first-time head coaches might say, you know, I don't want to, you know, he may be too much of a personality. You obviously weren't afraid of that role. No, I think that <clears throat> that's the job of a leader is to be able to lead and communicate and build relationships with, you know, a lot of good people on your staff, um, different people. You know, some might be a little bit more timid. Some might be a little louder. Same thing when you're looking for players. Um, I think if you can you know, develop good relationships and build trust and be a good communicator that you can you know, deal with anybody. But I'd say, look, when we were hiring a staff, there's a lot of people involved in that. <clears throat> so when we interviewed some of the defensive coordinators, I'd say, wink, there was, I don't know, seven or eight people involved in that uh, on Zoom meetings, asking questions. You know, Jerome Henderson was involved in that, Trier, Bobby Johnson, guys that were already on the staff because I think it's important not one person can, you know, for example, there was a, no, that's all right, yeah. Brian, to this point, what are the most significant thing or things that you've learned about Daniel? Um, he wants to be good. He wants to be coached. I'd say he's he's tough on himself, which is good and bad for a quarterback too, because you got to be able to move on to the next play rather quickly since you touch the ball on every play. Uh, ask a lot of good questions. He's been out here on the field. I think he's improved since since we've been here. Um, I say fundamentally, understanding what we want to try to do, um, and just try to bring out the best in him. And I think he's, you know, he wants to be as good as he can be for this football team. Um, obviously, has had a, you know, kind of up and down first few seasons, um, but you can just, it takes everybody. You know, you see the growth of some of these young quarterbacks from year one to year two to year three to year four that have consistency and system, add playmakers around them. Um, entire team, I think look, we, we got to try to work towards that the best we can. Did you talk to him personally about the decision not to do a fifth year option? I know he mentioned that, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll keep those personal conversations personal um, in terms of dealing with the players and respect to that. But I think we have a good relationship. Um, and look, those decisions and those conversations, uh, whatever they are, whether it's that or you're releasing a player, you're cutting down on a player's play time, or you're adding players' times. Those will always be personal to me, personal to me and the player. Uh, but he's a pro. How tough a conversation is that, though? Because in a way, it can be viewed as, hey, they don't have full confidence, and so they don't, you know, they're not fully invested in me. Yeah, I just think you're honest, Jordan, with the player. 
or the person in the organization that you're dealing with. And um, I think you have mutual respect, and, and that's how those conversations go. I thought that uh, Tom Coughlin was here the other day. Yeah. What's, what's your relationship like with him? You know, I haven't, I haven't <clears throat> I've known Coach, obviously, from being in the league for a while. Uh, got to talk to him the other day. Didn't have much of a relationship prior to getting here, but just a tremendous amount of respect for what he's done uh, as a coach and as a man, you know, the foundation that he represents, you know, going through some tough times right now and um, just got a ton of respect for you know, how he went about his business. Um, a good resource to have, obviously, in the, in the spot that I'm in right now. That's why I'm out here 10 minutes early. <laughs> Can you uh, make it to Raleigh by 7 tonight? I cannot. I cannot. But go Rangers. <laughs>